Hello, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. Today we're in the 31st Psalm, and I'll be reading from, of course, the New International Version. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress, for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. Keep me free from the trap that is set before me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. I hate those who cling to the worthless idols. As for me, I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your love, for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. You have not given me into the hands of the enemy, but have set my feet in a spacious place. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weak. Because of all my enemies, I am utter I am the utter contempt of my neighbors and an object of dread to my closest friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. I am forgotten as though I were dead. I have become like broken pottery, for I hear many whispering terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. Let me not be put to shame, Lord, for I have cried out to you. But let the wicked be put to shame and be silent in the realm of the dead. Let their lying lips be silenced, for with pride and contempt they speak arrogantly against the righteous. How abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those who fear you that you bestow in sight of all, and those who take refuge in you. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from all human intrigues. You keep them safe in your dwelling and accusing tongues. Praise be to the Lord, for he showed me the wonders of his love when I was in a city under siege. In my alarm, I said, I am cut off from your sight. Yet you heard my cry for mercy when I called to you for help. Love the Lord all his faithful people. The Lord preserved those who are true to him, but the proud he pays back in full. Be strong and take heart. All you hope in the Lord. Looks like we're back to our familiar Psalms of Lament by our dear brother David. I find it interesting that this lament is to be sung because in my Bible there's an annotation that it was given to the choir director. And I just find it interesting how this song would be sung because you're expressing or David is expressing a lot of anguish, bless his heart. It would be interesting to see how this would sound put to music. But David begins with a plea to the Lord for help. He just cuts right to the chase. Lord, help me, he cries. But then he states that it is God in whom he trusts. 
That is important. How many times have you gone asking God for help, but not truly convinced that he would listen, let alone help? You know, I know sometimes I've been like that. As I've grown in my Christian walk, I can look back and remember those times where you're coming to God, but you're just really not sure that he is going to help you, right? And so you have to declare that you are my God as a way of reminding yourself, I think, When we go to God, we're supposed to go to him with confidence, confidence in him being God, confident that he is the God, that he he is God, that he has power to assist us. And that's what David was doing in the first verse. But after verse one, David goes into a plea or petitions. But I want you to notice what he says in verse three, since you are my rock and fortress for the sake of your name, lead me and guide me. That's a little manipulative, don't you think? David is reminding God of their relationship. God is the rock and fortress, and David believes that 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 requires God to act. But then he slides this in, but if you don't do it for me alone, then do it to maintain your reputation. (laughs) That's Greta Bennett phrasing, but wow, right? I think that's kind of nervy <laughs> for your name sake, God. I need you to lead me. Hmm. Then he continues with his plea until we get to verse five. And verse five is significant because then he says, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Where have you heard that before? Hmm? Jesus said it when he was on the cross in Luke 23, 46. Therefore, maybe we could look at this as being prophetic, correct? When we get to verse 14, right? Because after verse 5, David continues with his pleas and his petitions and talking about, you know, the wicked and how he hates the wicked. And, and, you know, it's just kind of unloading what's in his heart, right? His sorrows, his distress. But when we get to verse 15, 14, David begins, it's almost like he regains his composure and he asserts his trust in the Lord. He's reminding himself. And let's face it, uh, like we stated in the beginning, sometimes we just have to do that. You have to have, you know, a little talk with yourself and declare as a way of reminding you that you have placed your trust in God. And it works. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself out loud. And sometimes you have to talk to the enemy as well. Listen, I'm a child of the Most High God. I've placed my trust in God and I know he's going to work this out. (laughs) You're saying it to the devil and you're saying it to yourself, right? Have a little talk with yourself. Talk out loud. Maybe you should talk it out loud in your home versus on the street. We don't want people to think that, you know, there's something wrong with you. But declaring things out loud can be a good thing at times. After this reminder to himself, David can now thank God for all that he has done. And he offers up praises, remembering the good things that God has done and how he has been there for him, how he has delivered him, you know, so he's reminiscent and that's a good thing. And and he can praise God for that. And how good and essential it is for us to remind ourselves that we are the children of God and that we are under his care. 
The enemy works really hard to make us think that we've made the wrong decision in following God or that God is angry with us and that's why we're experiencing hard times, none of which are true. We've got to remember who we are in God and to remember the things that he's already done for us because God is faithful and he can be trusted. The one thing that I am noticing about David when he expresses a psalm of lament is that he always comes back to who God is. Like in the midst of his tirades at times or just his deep anguish and sorrow of him unloading, you know, what's on his heart, he always turns back to placing his trust in God and recognizing what God has done for him. And I think that's a good thing. He never forgets, and neither should we. Remember who God is. Remembering that will help you keep putting one foot in front of the other. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you are our refuge. And we know that by our putting our trust in you, we, we will never be put to shame as a result of our faith in you. For you are God Almighty. And into your hands, we do commit our spirit. We belong to you. Help us to be faithful and to continue to remind ourselves through reading your word, through meditation, through speaking out loud, who we are to you. Help us to remember that you love us and that you will work things out. Help us to not grow weary in our well-doing of serving you through caring for our loved one. But help us to look at it as a ministry, as a service to you, as a way of expressing our love for you toward us. You've given us responsibilities in life, caregiving, parenthood, spousehood, if that is a word, Lord, just managing people and managing the people who come into our sphere of influence who are watching us that we may not know. And we want to always be mindful that our lives are a part of the mosaic that you have created and designed. And even though we may be in hard times, the season of caregiving can be very trying. You are our rock and our fortress. And it is in you that we place our trust. I ask that you touch the hearts of the people listening today because you know what is in their hearts. Help them to know that they are in yours. Thank you for loving us, Lord. Thank you for giving your angels charge over us, keeping us safe. We love you and we offer up thanksgiving for you being an awesome God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, I want you to go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. And if you need to have a little talk with yourself and remind yourself that you are a daughter or a son of the Most High God, then you do that and continue to minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.